Hello and welcome to Soulful Valley, the podcast for people who want to improve their quality of life through caring about their mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. I'm your host, Katie Carey, and I will be sharing wisdom and ideas from myself and some expert authors, coaches and energy healers that could be just what you need to hear to transform your life today. Justine is an intuitive and a healer, working with women ready to step into the version of themselves they came here to be. Whilst every session is different, her unique and powerful work clears energetic blocks in the form of contracts, beliefs, implants and programs and any other forms of energy that can hold us back. She also uses her intuition to see her client's life purpose and works with energy to reinforce, strengthen and support that path. Her unique and transformational work has helped thousands of women find relief and healing from past circumstances and the clarity and confidence they are seeking in order to stand tall in their own lives. Justine has a degree in chakra psychology and has studied theta healing for many years as well as regeneration healing, now healing and Reiki. When not working with clients, Justine, a former lawyer, works part-time as an executive coach and career management consultant. Good morning, Justine. Welcome to Soulful Valley. Good morning. Thank you so much, Katie, for having me. It's great to be here today. You're very welcome. We've tried to uh, we've tried to do this a couple of times before the book launch, haven't we? But we haven't quite managed to get together. And I really wanted you on. You've got such absolutely brilliant quotables in your chapter. I love your chapter. Oh, that's create, very cre- created one yesterday. Uh, for anybody, as I know, you haven't heard from me for a little while, listeners because uh, I was a bit worn out after the book launch and then I had a COVID jab, which uh, floored me a little bit. So I've not been about for over a week. Mm. But uh, the book Intuitive Knowing Her Truth, which Justine co-authored with me, became an international bestseller. So that was great, wasn't it, Justine? How do you feel about that? Yeah, that was kind of a surreal experience. Um, I thought, you know, you... You, everybody pitches in and bears their soul and puts their best work together, but it's still quite um, quite humbling uh, and exciting, I think, to think about that book being out in the world and be, and reaching so many, you know, predominantly women um, from so many different countries. And I think that it's every, it's the book and then all the little things that build that momentum to help make shifts in people's lives and in the, and in the collective consciousness. So I think it feels like a really good step forward for everybody involved. Fantastic. And can you share a little bit with our audience about your chapter for anybody who hasn't read it yet? If you'd like to read it, you can find us on Amazon in your country, wherever you are, Intuitive Knowing Her Truth. And uh, it, it, it was a bestseller in six countries across three continents. So it's been really widely well received, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you want me to tell you a bit, a bit about, about your chapter? Just a bit, not, yeah. not enough to give away too much that they don't go and read it. But 
<laughs> sure, sure. So I, you know, I guess the story is I, you know, didn't come from poverty. I went to a private school and my father was a surgeon and I was very lucky and privileged in many, many ways. But the story is that behind closed doors, there was a lot of horrific um, verbal abuse that was going on directed at me and mainly me, not no one else in the family copped it. And um, even in the book, I tried to respect my family. I didn't actually dive into the deep, dark depths of some of the things that were said and done because I felt like I gave enough of the picture. But the story really follows um, that split between um, on the outside what things looked like in terms of everything looked kind of kind of rosy and then on the inside what it's like to have your sense of self pulled apart night after night after night week in month in year in till there's nothing left till you know and then how you create I did you know create coping behaviors around that trying to hold up something that was perfect trying and became a lawyer I I achieved you know very highly in a corporate career um, but I was freaking miserable inside I was miserable at the pinnacle of my career so that's when I unraveled that's when I went back to basics and that's when I started a very long journey of deep psychotherapy deep healing and through that process I reclaimed I had always been a very psychic child I have generational psychic um you know fourth generation psychic gifts in my family but um I all of that came back and I just it's just reorienting with my truth with of who I am and so once I I did a lot of work and that was my life for a long time I did did do a job in the outside world but I also just devoted all the money all the time to stripping back and undoing everything that had been I mean I don't mean victimly done to me but everything I'd been exposed to um, and then I eventually flipped into a place where I could you know see um, see and hear um, people's stories see their higher self talk to an their ancestors and their people that had crossed over and um, what happened so that's a journey of going back to of rewriting the whole story healing all the things I came here to heal healing all the damage and um man there's still not more right we don't get the tick of like you are done I don't mean that mm -hmm. but getting to that point where I'm not in survival um and I'm able to then be a creative and healing person that can help others right when you're in survival you can't help no. others as well if you heal your stuff you can get to the point where yeah, I think it's your god-given duty and right in whatever way lights you up to go out in the world and give back yeah, you know, that's the story that we come from. Yeah. So, how does that look? How, how do you work now with people? What do you do to help people yeah, in your role now? Yeah. Um, well, I I still do corporate work, so I still do executive coaching, and uh, that's a part of it. But the majority of work that I do is working with mainly women. And it's um, interesting, things are shifting. So mainly I work with women who are at a choice point in their life. So they have, the similarity would be things happened, they developed coping strategies, they developed a false sense of self, a false way of being in the world. And they've gotten to a point where there's that tension between this is how I show up and I've created external success and it looks and feels okay, whatever that looks like, right? Mm. 
and actually there's a real me underneath I've had enough of that this isn't actually fulfilling and the real me wants to come out and to do that I have to look at the shit that I've been through how yeah. are you willing to feel the pain I've been running from because pain that you don't feel becomes suffering pain that you feel is just pain you let it go you move on so women are at a choice point women who've got that split and women who generally have a sense of I'm here for something bigger I'm here to do something but whatever I'm doing this current format that calling isn't going away mm. but I haven't got the skills I haven't got it in this current format so I'm going to have to make some changes and then the way I work I'm trained in like a bunch of modalities but I don't really believe the modality matters I think that it's the intention to heal and it's the ability to work with energy we can all do it it's not unique to me anyone can learn it anyone can work with source energy anyone can clear beliefs and contracts and karmic debts and psychic hooks and all of the stuff that we have mm. um, when I work with someone that's what I get shown I get shown the pain points I get shown where that comes from ancestor past life collective this life and then i clear it in whatever form as i said it might be beliefs contracts um past life karma who knows and i clear the energy for them and i'll also get shown their path and purpose for being here so i get shown the potential that that they came in with where it is that they are meant to be and and when i say meant to i don't mean with pressure and expectation but i mean what's possible for them and what their higher self or the universe is calling them to step into so I clear the stuff and then I help with that vision I and they know it right but I they need someone sometimes to help it's helping help someone to help you to to guide you to reconnect to that intuition isn't it because we get confused sometimes don't we and uh, pulled by the survival thing and manipulation of other people in the opposite direction that we actually need to be going so that's right also that's right I think sometimes there's something really valuable but having your own intuition and then bouncing that off someone and then or then giving you that next layer like I my intuition's at this edge and then having someone that can just see that hands reach beyond yeah great that's it that's the that's where I need to go next it kind of lights the way for you yeah and and, and taking those baby steps as well is more helpful isn't it than making it a really big really big thing always yeah it's only ever the next right step right otherwise we get too overwhelmed and then we don't do anything because we think it's got to be big or it's got to be meaningful or what if that happens it's just you only ever have to take the next right step and everybody does know what the next one right step is when they Uh, come in and sometimes a coach had said to me as well, follow the breadcrumbs, because sometimes what we think we need or what we think we want isn't isn't the right path at all. And then things, when you do open up, start to land on you and you're like, oh, oh, that makes sense. Where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> you take the next step. The podcast for me was a breadcrumb. I landed there, never had the idea to do it, but I'd yeah. had previous training that meant I could understand it and had equipment that meant I could do it and then I wanted I've wanted to write for years but it's never been important enough for me to actually do anything about me I've I've paid for things and bought books about writing just never got around to doing it but I got myself into this place where yeah I'm going to do it and I brought my desk in and then Bridget popped into my inbox and offered me the opportunity for this so it's just a breadcrumb I wasn't expecting so it I think really being awake and aware of of the yeah. 
things going on around you that are for you that you normally blink and miss yeah. I guess and I, I really agree and I think that's we want I think that the goal is to get to a point where we live in that place and I'm not saying it's all we spend our whole time navel gazing about the signs but we're when the breadcrumbs land we are awake enough to notice them and also that we really really embrace that interactive relationship with the universe which is if I intend for it if I ask for it it will be given that's mm. universal law it may not come the way I want it. it may not come in my timing my ego's timing but it will come and then once we really live in that in that co-creative space of asking and receiving or intending and allowing that's where the magic happens how did you end up in the book justine how did it how did it come across your path a bit like that i saw um another you know it sort of popped up in my feed that someone was doing a multi-author book and my heart, my tummy, tummy flip-flopped and, and I thought, oh, I'd love to do that and, oh, I couldn't possibly. And um, the next minute I saw Bridget's post and we don't even, Bridget and I couldn't figure out even how. And I was thinking, oh, that's really interesting. And she messaged me. She just, I didn't even know her. I, and she messaged me and said, I feel like you need to be in the book. And so it was this thing of I was watching her and wondering if I should reach out and she just came in and I thought well that's it I'm not gonna gonna mess with that you know this is a, <laughs> so we did it and it was great it was terrific and um and I think so much about the book is a mental game isn't it like it's vulnerability and risk to put yourself out there it is it's like the easiest thing you'll ever do and the hardest thing you'll ever do and I was quite mindful about how I shared my uh, stuff as well, because, you know, there are yeah. there are people in the family that I didn't want to hurt, for starters. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I've dealt with all of my crap. So I didn't you know, I wasn't in the game of wanting to uh, make anybody pay for anything, which I know some people <laughs> like to do that. But uh, no, it felt it, I, I hope it felt like a. I felt like I did it in a mindful way and it felt it didn't feel too traumatic for me to share it that way. Yes, yes, I understand. I um I don't know if my parents will um will read it. I've told my mum about it, but um I told my mum and I just said and I was really nervous when I wrote that I was about just because that's the thing with abuse and coercive control is you don't speak out because of all the power structures you mm-hmm. just don't, and when you and they use that against you mm-hmm. um i was saying in another conversation it takes 23 years is the average length of time a woman takes to speak out against abuse and i'm 47 and this sort of finished about the time i was 24 20 23 24 it's when i left home because mm-hmm. i was at university for six years so that's when i left school left home and it didn't stop but it certainly got away from the brunt of it so it took me exactly the amount of time they say it does to to speak out and my dad and I because of all the healing work what I found is if you do the work on yourself yes I had conversations with him and he has apologized and he but he's an 85 year old man do I really need to haul him over the coals I don't Mm. I did the work the Mm. dynamic with him because I I healed so much um the dynamic has completely shifted and he's not all bad. That was just an element of him. So we actually have a very loving relationship. We have a very open, much, it's a completely healed relationship. 
um, because of all the things that I did. I could have stayed stuck in if I hadn't, but I didn't need to bring it all up again for him. He knows, he's apologised. As far as I'm concerned, it's over. It was just a, a moment in time. And that's similar to me because I, I was quite resentful in my late 30s, early 40s with my mum. My dad died years ago. He died, I was only 23 when he died, so he wasn't around for me to start to... <laughs> having opinions about him but I was so resentful so bitter so angry for quite a few years and Mm. and then I came across mindfulness and that's when it shifted for me and I started to realize realize how much I was hurting myself and you know our relationship and yeah me and my mum now have got a great relationship and I mean, she knows about the book, but she's she is a complete a complete technophobe, so she has no idea how to get hold of it or how to my podcast or anything. And I haven't pushed oh. her at that just in case. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Mum. <laughs> I don't want to rock the boat. <laughs> Do you think she'll read the hard copy book? I don't know. I'll see if she asks me. <laughs> I'm holding back there, aren't I? <laughs> it's okay it's all right um where can our listeners find you if they want to to come and uh connect with you yeah fantastic um i have a website justinepeacock.com.au so that's with that where you know you can book there you can read read more it's half under construction it's it's, you know it's updated but you know it's always a working if if you're anything like me you're always evolving and so it's always changing so I've held back with my website for a while because it wasn't ready it wasn't ready because there's just so many different elements coming in but uh, yeah yeah so that's there and so I do work I have a couple of programs that I do with people Um, one is healing through the chakras where I go through a different chakra every session and really teach you about it tune you into it and clear all the junk which starts you know the base chakra starts in utero so it's a fascinating very deep diving journey and then I have a bespoke program and I have one-on-one sessions which are just whatever one needs at the time uh, I'm about to release a healing audio where people, because most of my work is da- is tuning in and clearing. So it took me a while to figure out that's what I do. Let's make an audio so people can do that on their own mm. anytime. And that's going to be called The Truth of You. And it's to help you clear away the stuff to get to the truth underneath. I also have a um, Facebook group called the, um, the Conscious Women's Collective with mouthful uh, the conscious women's collective with justine so i go in there i do free healings and i um turn up and have you know facebook lives and chat about things um semi-regularly in there so that's the places that i that i go and i'm interested i'm turning my work into i'm doing a solo book with bridget and haven't quite landed on the title it's either going to be called um compassionate bitch or or please yourself one or the other but it's about people pleasing Mm. particularly for women how we please how that comes about and how if we really want to be in our power you can't please yourself when you're pleasing everyone else so I'm just excited that's gonna I'm very very embryonic but that's the next part of the process is that sounds incredible when when you finish you'll have to come and talk to me about that one because uh, that was definitely a big theme in my life (laughs) I think we're taught very young to give away our power for approval and our true wants and desires for for to keep the peace so yeah. i think it's a good good topic great one. yeah so that's it yeah thank you for your time today it's been lovely chatting to you finally seeing you face to face
Oh, look, I'm so grateful. I, we've tried for a while and I've been, you know, following you and, and loving the podcast I've listened to. So I really appreciate you making the time for, for you know, for your following your passion around the podcast because, uh, and for making time for me and allowing, you know, and touching lives with what you do. So I appreciate all of that. Um, keep up the good work. <laughs> Thank you. You too. I look forward to watching your evolution too. Take care. Thank Bye you. for now. So ask yourself, this for me, give yourself some memories, learn to trust your intuition now. Thank you for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. Hopefully you will have heard something today that helps you feel a little lighter and more connected and aware of who you really are. My aim is to share love, light and wisdom, raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate and review and let others know about this podcast if you think that it would help them in any way. You can find me at the Soulful Valley podcast page on Facebook, which is linked to my free Facebook support group, where I often drop in with an oracle card and share lots of wisdom in many areas. My website is soulfulvalley.com. It should be live very soon. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Soulful Valley. This is your moment. Your moment to move forward and make progress. It's time to see where an education can take you. For over 130 years, Strayer University has been at the forefront of change, offering programs that help students like you get ahead and stay ahead so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef.